0: Welcome to Shout Your Cause with Sally Hendrick, a digital magazine where you can get found, get heard and get inspired with content that challenges us to be globally minded. Our focus is on raising awareness around social justice issues, cultural differences, and to bring you the people dedicating their lives to tackling challenging topics as their way of giving back. Let us be your advocate to make your voices heard around the world. Hey everybody, welcome back. We are starting up again with Shout Your Causes podcast, and I've got a wonderful guest here. So I'm so excited to have met today, and her name is Megan Gia. Yep, you
1: got it right. Yep, Megan oh, Gia.
0: Good Gia. Okay, right. awesome. Yep, uh-huh. Now, Megan, you live in Iowa.
1: I do. Yes. Uh huh. Not yep. not not Texas. Not Texas. That's right. <laughs> I don't know. I have, I'm still curious as to how that where that up. happened. Yeah.
0: Uh, I think Texas has been in the news a lot lately, so I'm sure it was an easy mix up. With similar
1: stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Now here's the funny part. I meet people in the, Uh, most inconspicuous places that you could ever imagine. I've met some of my best friends on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And now I'm meeting people on TikTok as well, which is where we met. And you just happened to show up on my feed one day. And I was like, oh, she's talking about some topics that I really want to understand so that we can dispel any myths about this and make sure that this is the direction um, that we want to be going with uh, learning and teaching and so on and so forth. Because guess what? It's become a hot, hot, controversial topic.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. So you are who on TikTok? I am Ms. Dot Magoo my backup Ms. is miz.magu.2 Ms. cuz i um my 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 account was targeted by people and mass reported and taken down and tiktok reinstated it recently. So
0: yeah, that's a common theme going on yeah. over on tiktok. Yes. There's a lot of controversy. Basically for our, our audience, if you want to understand what happens on tiktok is that people are basically given their own little internet show when one minute and one minute segments sometimes up to three minutes depending on if tiktok has given you that permission yet and a lot of people use it for funny entertainment you think about tiktok as being Kids dancing online, but there's also people like showing funny videos, tripping over this and that. And then there are a lot of controversial topics being discussed as well and news being explained and broken down by a lot of people who are really passionate about the truth reaching our people around the world, but also especially in the US, especially with the misinformation that is constantly going around online. Yes. So I would love to get a little bit of a background of what you're doing, because I know that critical race theory is the buzzword (laughs) these days, but I know we're going to go in and dispel what that actually means. And um, so I want to know, what's
1: your background? What are you doing? Sure. So um, I became a teacher later in life. I I lived abroad in England for several years. I came back, I'd had an English degree and I decided to go back and become an English teacher. Um, I ended up working my first job at a, uh, a boarding school for adjudicated youth from all over the country who were sent there for breaking the law. There was a sex offender program and, kids who'd, you know, grown up three generations deep in gang life and had very hard traumatic lives and they dropped him in the middle of Iowa to, it it, it was, it was an interesting place. I There are a lot of things wrong with it, the the longer I'm away from it, but that was the first time that me as a middle-class white girl who grew up in a college town in Iowa really heard, listened to, and learned from people of color, my students, and actually Mm -hmm. their lived experiences. From a young age, I'd always been very, um, passionate about fighting for people's rights. I had a social studies teacher in seventh grade named Mr. Clinton, a black man who changed my life. He's still my friend to this day. And he, uh, taught us the true history. He, he taught us about the civil rights movement beyond just Rosa Parks and MLK. Mm -hmm. Um, he had a, he was the host of this thing called Black History Showdown, which was a quiz bowl that I was in for four years where, you know, this team of white and Asian kids (laughs) competed with other teams across the country with black history. And, you know, he was, yeah, so I've, but, but working with, with these kids at, at this, this adjudicated center, uh, was the first time where I'd actually interacted with these kids that had lived these experiences and they changed my life. Um, I then moved on to where I'm working now and was offered a special ed position and I worked first with kids who had behavior disorders and now I work with kids who have learning disabilities they're not a lot of the trolls online are saying oh you teach special needs kids and you're you know they're not intellectually able to handle what you're talking about and one that's not true on several levels and two the kids I'm working with are ones that are maybe English wasn't their first language or, you know, they're a couple grade levels behind. They're completely mm-hmm. able to handle, all kids are anyway, but. Um, There's a whole
0: yeah. different level of care that goes into that. My mom was a special ed teacher and before she taught in the school system, she taught at a boy's prison. Wow. Same thing. Okay and she did homeschool, she did GED, everything. She did everything you could imagine. She even had one of her homeschool students even broke into her house, and she went and had a good talk with him. Right. I mean, it was...
1: (laughs) Your mom is my role model. That's exactly, yes, that's, that's, and so... Okay. So then, you know, I've been teaching at this school in, in Des Moines, every it's out there, but whatever, it's the largest school in Iowa. 51% of the kids are Latinx. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's something like 18%. Black. It's a very diverse school. And a couple summers ago, I'm and I've always been very close with my kids and especially those naughty bad kids. I, I, I do. Mm-hmm. I have a special place in my heart because I understand that behavior is communication. And yes. The kids who are the largest jerks are the ones who are screaming out for help. And that's how they do it. So mm-hmm. I, I I they motivate me the most, those kids. So I've always been drawn to them.
0: Well my mom always even said these kids are not Oh, they don't have chromosomal, chromosomal problems. They don't, these are not like special education. Like you're thinking of like the special Paralympics or what, you know, right, all right. it's a she nurture, said, not
1: nature thing.
0: Yes. She said, these kids are not getting fed until they come back to school the next morning. These yep. kids are being beaten or yep. left alone or walking the streets. Those are my school. Kids. This is what's happening to these kids. And they are put in special ed classes and then yep. they are completely left out of the regular population. And they're isolated yep. and they fight back and they fight each other and they fight the teachers. And they are just being completely bullied and beaten into yep. you know, this. And then they're in place. the prison
1: system. Right. And then they end up right. in the and, and and if you look at it. It's mostly black and brown males that are way more than white put into special ed. And mm-hmm. with the high population of, of Latinx kids that we have, I do believe a lot of it is, you know, a, a lot of our kids, all races are, are poor, have single parent homes, have many siblings, are taking care of siblings, their, their mothers working their little butts off and can't you know, they can't, uh, can't manage all the pieces.
0: No, and
1: and they're not, you know, they're not able to read to their children every night before bed, or they can't read Mm -hmm. in English or whatever, you know, there's so many reasons why kids end up in my classroom. And I I agree very, very, uh, few of them actually have any intellectual impairments. Obviously there are kids Mm -hmm. at my school like that, but that's not the kids that I work with. So that's been, that's been a common, um, Retort from the trolls that's really upset me that, like, you know, I'm manipulating people, children that can't intellectually grasp this. And but, but so, so then being with these kids a couple summers ago, um, when the stuff at the border really blew up, and I think there had been six or seven kids that had died in detention, mm-hmm. uh, I, I had this moment I was sitting on my back porch, and my son, who is going to be turning five next month. So he was, you know, going to be turning three. He was playing in the sprinkler in the yard. I was watching him reading about like the sixth child that had died in detention who was about his age. And I I just kept thinking of my students because so many of them are here because their parents made that journey or they did as children. And I just kept thinking about them. And that's when I really, I would say that's, I'd always struggled with, I don't want to be a white savior and trying to like understand that balance of what that means. And I, and I think that was when I made the distinction between I have white privilege. That's not being a white savior. That's, that's using my privilege to amplify shine a light yes. on yes. them, like saying, Hey, look at me, look at me. And then I jump out of the way and say, look at this, you know? Yeah. So yes. That well, that was when I exploded and I became an activist. And I there was a thing called Lights for Liberty that happened across the world, where it was uh, vigils at detention centers, and I organized one at the the jail, the local, the Polk County Jail, where they detain, ICE detains people here. Okay. And I got very involved politically then, and was in a group called Moms Against the Camps, and did sit-ins in offices and. Uh, and then um, I now co-mentor a group at East. Well, I can say it, whatever. My school called mm-hmm. the Students Against the Camps. and uh... Turn what you know into what
0: you do. Join the platform with the most ways to monetize what you know, whether it's online courses, coaching, memberships, podcasts, newsletters, communities, or more. Kajabi gives you all the tools you need to build, market, and sell it with just a few clicks. Sign up at sallyhendrick.com forward slash Kajabi.
1: That's K-A-J-A-B-I. In the last year, right before COVID happened, a student of mine came up to me who is I say a student of mine, he wasn't in my classes, he's, he does not have an IEP, but he was in Students Against the Camps, and he was a, an activist and very intelligent, and the motto for my district is becoming the leaders in urban education, and he wanted to challenge that, and he said, I would like to write an anti-racist, I don't even think he said that, he said, I would like, it was a, a racial and equity proposal for the district, mm-hmm. and so wow. uh So we went to spring break, we never came back. Me and the student continued to talk online over teams and he wrote this whole draft. I would give him feedback, edit it and started connecting him with people in the district and we had meetings. And from Mm -hmm. that came another student joined this student and the two of them have completely been leading this work. I call myself their secretary, they have done everything they've they've gotten mm-hmm. new curriculum new classes for next year uh racial and equity teams at every school and at the district level we got they got rid of school resource officers with our district they ended the, the that the the contract with the police department and that was all these kids so we are you know I'm following the lead of my students I
0: mm-hmm.
1: I say you know I w- I was thinking earlier teachers are taught you know, I went to school later, I became a teacher, I I graduated in 2011, 20, yeah, 2011, and, you know, the rage then, and it still is, is student-centered, you teach what the student wants, you need to teach, you know, pull the student in with what interests them, and that (laughs) is what we're doing, that is what this is. Right, well, and I
0: want to go back to the point you made about, you don't want to be this white savior, I I feel the same way as far as the stories that I tell the interviews I conduct and the the writings that I do, I'm not trying to be a white savior. However, I do have an audience. That yes, right. is white that wants to learn things, and I exactly. have experience of my own, and it and I also dig and research and talk to people, and
1: I go in homes, I go in the projects, I go into yes, places, and, and, and I find out. That's the difference. That's the difference because what I what my when people say that to me now, what I say, and I've and I've said this a lot on TikTok is i am not talking to or for people of color i am talking to white people mm-hmm. i am here to have this discussion with other white people because one it shouldn't be on people of color to have to educate us right And two we know a lot of these people aren't going to go out and educate themselves mm-hmm. but if 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 like you and i are able to present this information to people in a way where they're like huh you know, that got me thinking and gets their gears moving. That's right. good. Right. You know, and I I do try very much on TikTok to present that way. I know I can get sassy and condescending, but I usually keep that for the people that really deserve it, that really are being jerks and are not there to learn right. and are there to, you know, um, and I'm getting better at just ignoring them, blocking, deleting Uh, It it takes practice, believe me, and and it also,
0: (laughs) it also takes editing <laughs> and it, it takes, sure does it takes going backspace 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 you yep. know a lot of times because sometimes you just want to get the feeling out of your body yes. from that yes. but that yep. doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to
1: land properly
0: exactly um, you
1: need to you need you and that's something you know you teach in school is if you want to appeal to your audience that's an English mm-hmm. that you want to so so uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not here to finger you racists and you. Right, denial. right, right. No one's gonna listen. And right. and I have had some great interactions. I had an interaction with this guy. um I hope he's still following me. We started following each other. It was on my second account. It was after I was banned on the first one. And, um, you know, he's got this as his as his profile picture with the red, white, and blue. And 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 he said to me until 60 seconds ago, I didn't believe I would never have believed in white privilege, but you just had explained it in a way to me that made sense. And, and that's what I want. Like I, and I know the terminology of a lot of these things, black lives matter, white privilege, critical race theory. Mm-hmm. They turn people off. They look at them, you know, mm-hmm. poor white people who grew up with hard lives. What do you mean? I'm not privileged. I don't have privilege. And it's like, And my response to that, which took some time to get to, is I understand that you could have had the hardest life ever, but the color of your skin didn't make it any harder. Right. And and that is a way for them. And I and I have found that response. People are like, okay, I I get that. I can understand that. When I read uh, White
0: Fragility and led a discussion, a book club, if you will, on that, we took two or three chapters at a time to discuss because it seems like every paragraph is an entire discussion in the book. (laughs) It it covers so much. It's very heavy. And one of the things that I thought was so interesting was that it talked about the difference between white people and black people after, you know, uh, emancipation yeah. and um, how when you enter into this Jim Crow era and and, and you can correct me on timelines, I I'm not perfect at all of this by any means, but you had sharecroppers which is kind of like where my mother came from in a way and then you had black people who were just trying to live their lives right yes and yeah. there was still a level of control by the wealthy who oh, happened sure. to, happen to be white So right. you have the wealthy over everyone oh and for sure and the sharecropping side of things, the white people were the ones, they were just as oppressed as the black people, but they knew that they had at least the advantage of being white. And so then they could use that to have a little step up, but they yes. were all but they were all sitting down here.
1: Yes. Oh, yes. And and that's the thing. There's so much intersectionality with mm-hmm classism or class privilege Mm -hmm. and racism and my sister i've never been to atlanta before but she said atlanta is like you know you see you see that sphere in the black world too that there's very wealthy black people and very poor Mm -hmm. and and i you know and that atlanta's a very black city and i've and that's something in you know I've lived in London, which was very diverse, but it wasn't like that. So it's, it's just, it's, it's interesting. Cause that's something so foreign to me too. Mm-hmm. And just, well, it, there's all, there's like a caste system everywhere. Yes. Yes. A- and but it's just with a matter of, people, right. But the thing with even a poor white person, maybe, maybe they have an accent or the way they speak that might give away their class, but they could still, you know, change their clothing and, you know, move to a different you know they Mm -hmm. can escape that so to speak whereas
0: also what is the term um, code switching code switching is something that uh, you know you've got a black person who will go into the workplace and they will code switch over to the the white way of speaking if you will for sure And, but then, and it's the same for me, for example, I live in Nashville, but I grew up in a small town in West Tennessee. And when I get on the phone with someone from home or I go home and I'm there Mm -hmm. for a few days, I come back and my husband's like, you've been (laughs) (laughs) hurt. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, he could totally hear it in my voice, my yes, mannerisms, yes. The, the the phrases that I say, everything. Because right. yep. I've been having my own code switching in a way within my realm of experience. Do you have a dog? Learn Unleashed Potential Dog Training Secrets with Duke Ferguson. This free video series will get you pro training tips so you can get your dog's attention, eliminate behavioral problems, and enhance your relationship in just 20 minutes a day. Sign up at sallyhendrick.com forward slash dog training. All right, so I love that we're talking through this, and I wanted to uh, touch on a couple of things um, because I want to really understand that I want people to understand that really when it comes to teaching children about the full history, we've been doing it in a way, but we haven't expanded it completely. We do it in literature class. We do it in history class. But I have to say that I remember, for example, and this is a big one. The only thing I learned about the Holocaust was Blank million Jews were killed during the Holocaust, and I had to put six.
1: And so you brought up some really good points. So so I'm a special ed English teacher, and the class that I teach is uh, a class that kids who have IEPs in reading have to take. So it's a supplemental mm-hmm. class. And we use like this computer program that the, it, it's where we get the progress monitoring data for their IEPs and, and see how they're doing. But, and the, and the, the good thing about it is I have a lot of freedom with what I use in the class and what I teach. So I can teach about a lot of things uh because of that. There's not really a curriculum for my class. I just, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, fluency, comprehension, uh, vocabulary, and writing. That's right. You so have I can do that with anything. Yes. Right. I have those right. that I need to, to monitor them on. Mm-hmm. And so uh, a couple of years ago, I had a student say to me, we were talking about Anne Frank, I think. And I, and I, I don't remember why, if it was the computer program that brought up an article about her or what, I don't think, oh, I remember why. So we were reading the Freedom Writers mm-hmm. diary, mm-hmm. which there's a lot of mixed opinions about Erin Gruwell, the writer or the teacher. But anyway, I, I think she was, I like her and I, and I like that book kids. A lot of kids love the movie and the book is a little controversial, a little, a little, you know, kind of It's interesting. They're interested because it's all diary entries by kids their age going Mm -hmm. through hard things. Right. Um, And so we were reading about that. And in that book, they're reading the Diary of Anne Frank for class. And there's a lot of entries in the book about it. And I had a student say to me, who's Hitler? And I was like, so I asked the class, who knows, who can tell me what the Holocaust is? They didn't know. Yeah. And I've had so many... Black students refer to segregation as back in slavery times, but they mean segregation. And it just, mm-hmm. I, I was like, mm-hmm. wow, they don't even know their own history. They're not being taught these things. And any time I would teach anything about Black history or, you know, Mexican history or anything, oh my God. Gosh, did they're they just perked up? They were so and and so that that pushed me to use those things and to even go so far as to like saying, What do you want to learn about? What should we focus on? So, like, Mm -hmm. you know, and
0: then to be able to go back and pull those objectives out of those pieces. Oh, gosh, and and say, This is.
1: Yes, with this is how diary, to kids took yeah. turns reading it out loud. They're practicing their fluency. They wrote mm-hmm. their own diary entries. That's mm-hmm. you know, it's that's the thing too. I've gotten a lot of stick to teaching math and science, and I'm like, okay, what about history? English? They don't understand how English is so meshed with. With, with with history, history. how can you not teach the Diary of Anne Frank or <laughs> or Night or To Kill a Mockingbird or any, you know any of these things right. without you have to mm-hmm. have these discussions?
0: Yeah, and, and those those are the ones that are the most compelling. And here's another one, and this is completely different in a if a different direction. But when you look at like William Faulkner and you're talking mm-hmm. about the Sound and the Fury mm-hmm. and how. The, the craziness that's coming out on the page was all yeah. about the thoughts that were going through uh, someone's mind who was um, insane or considered insane, but maybe, right. you know, having... Um, brain, you know, like brain function challenges or, or just something, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe someone who had suffered from abuse and, and all of their hauntings come up in the mind and and then, and it's all out on the page and you're looking at it going, if you don't tell the story behind what's happening there, people will never really understand. Exactly. Exactly. This has to do, this is like an analogy for what was really happening in the world. Right, and or like takes, Animal
1: Farm, things like that. You have oh, to. I love Animal Farm. Love you ha, I mean, you have and to.
0: Yeah. Nineteen eighty
1: four. Nineteen eighty four. You know, Fahrenheit yeah. four. You you can't not. So yes, yes. Let and those and those are all by old white men. So like even even <laughs> even those like. Uh, yeah.
0: Would you rather work or would you rather play? If we're going to go through all of this business building stuff, it better be for something that we love doing, right? Take a moment to do this quick life purpose challenge to discover what makes you truly happy. It's free. Visit sallyhendrick.com forward slash life purpose. So one of the things that I, I kind of want to bounce back to is that it's not like we are trying to change anything or trying to enable people to stay in their situations. What's happening right. is the whole, <laughs> yeah. the whole reason for doing something like this and for exploring is to dig out the poison. And to examine it and to make sure that you have a better way forward. And whenever you've got politicians or public figures who are saying something to create divide, what they're doing is they're trying to put you on one side or the other because they know that the majority of people are not being educated on the full picture the big perspective the high level view and i've always been about the high level view which is the whole reason why i even have shout your cause is because i want i want people to be able to see all the pieces yes now One of the things, and this gets us into politics, which is such a sticky, sticky topic, but I do want to mention that whenever you bring forth these topics and you're Mm. fighting for the education and fighting for the information to be put out there, whenever it's being tamped down and swept under the rug or shoved into the closet with all the other skeletons, it keeps things the same. Yes. And it actually makes this boil fester even more and get bigger yes. and bigger and bigger. And it's not until that starts to reach the wealthier community mm-hmm. that, um, how do I want to put this? It, it starts to reach the wealthier community and it starts that, to affect. Things will in- change.
1: Well, it starts that,
0: starts to mess up their lives yes
1: yes it it, it affects them
0: yeah right and it messes up their children's lives and so what they do is they say "Uh uh-uh you can't bring this out because it's going to ruin my life and my kids lives and my future and my children's futures and it's like no 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 no. you don't understand if we don't bring it out and clean up this mess it's going to mess every
1: people get so what I have what I have noticed if you talk about white people having privilege or having inherent biases or racism they get very very defensive and very Mm -hmm. angry um but the thing is like we do have these things and it's impossible not to if you are white in the society people of color have inherent biases and yes. prejudices against themselves because they grew up in this society mm-hmm. and it and the thing is nobody is saying you know hey colonizer <laughs> or like <laughs> i love him but they're saying, you know, they're saying it on tiktok but <laughs> they are. I, I love modern warrior i just have to give him a shout out but but um you know like Nobody is sitting there, I'm not saying you are guilty for your ancestors' misgivings or what they did. And they, they, right. they take it that way. And the thing is, that's not it. It's, it's saying, yeah, America did some pretty messed up things. And yeah. guess what? Those things are still affecting people to this day. And unless us, the people who have the power in this country step up and do something about it, it's going to keep going. And and right. I don't know if they don't get that, or they don't care, or it's the fear of losing that privilege and power. Um, the more that I see all this hate, I really, because I do on TikTok, I try not to be political. I try to say this is a human rights issue. It's not political. I try mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not to talk about Trump or Biden. Like, Everybody right, tries right. to bring up Barack Biden, and I'm like, I didn't. When have I mentioned anything? Like we're not his even name?
0: talking about that. I we're even, not even talking about Democrats. There's, there's, we're not even there's, talking there's, there's about bad, the GOP. There's bad on
1: both sides. Like both yeah. sides are guilty, you know. And I always bring up 13th because I think everybody, I think that should be mandatory mm-hmm. viewing for white people. And people say that's liberal share. propaganda, and I'm like, no, no, the no, the no, lids? no. A no, it's about the you know. Like well, it, what? It, and, and
0: go, so, read, and, go read and, the 13th Amendment. They, but,
1: but they just, you know, they just, they, that's liberal propaganda is their answer when they just want to keep burying their heads in the sand and not, you know, or I don't look at mm-hmm. MLM. I had to figure out what that meant. Or not MLM that's multi level marketing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, MSM, mainstream media. I had to google oh, what I saw that was.
0: too and I thought they were just
1: messing up on trying I to I didn't know it what it was. I had to figure it out and I was like, "Oh, it means mainstream media." <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. You know, so it's just it's and it's and it's like I I I truly think a lot of these people and this is my catchphrase. I don't catchphrase, but what I say all the time too is listen to and believe the lived experiences of people of color. Why do you have to like see video proof? Why do you have to have proof that it happened? Why can't you just believe these people? They've been saying this for hundreds of years. It's Mm -hmm. true. It's Mm -hmm. happening. Like, And guess where it's
0: coming out right now, literally right now, in the news where somebody's finally listening. Free Britney. (laughs) Right. Right. How many years has she been in this conservatorship?
1: I know. I know. Right. Because she was a, basically a child. She was a child and she wasn't (laughs) mentally sound and she's all that. Well,
0: well, either that or she was being pushed so hard and her weave was too tight, and she said, "Shave it off, shave it off." <laughs> how many? How many of us want to shave it off? I mean, come on, women. Right now, I want to just put my hair up
1: in a I crib. know, I know, I know, I know. It's I know, and and I it, love it, and it, and it is sad. I mean, it's it's good and bad, but like you know, it's taken the invention of this and being able to film everything for. Yeah. White people to kind of start believing. I mean, people still yeah, defend still... The, the, the cop that that maced the guy in the army fatigues that did nothing wrong in his car, you know, with his dog. Right. I don't know if you saw that at the gas well, station a couple months ago. A,
0: but there's been a trained inherent fear put into people about of black men. A black Man, yes, specifically. And it goes all the way back to exactly how the laws were created as soon as emancipation happened. Yeah. You literally go to the laws that happened right there in the courtroom yep. about who was categorized as who, and the loitering
1: laws? I
0: mean, you think about oh, it. You just
1: let, how to criminalize them, and and, and you know, right, everybody's right. blames the black father, the missing black father, for the breakdown of the of the black, whatever. It's like, and it's that like, that was systemically them?
0: made. That was done on purpose. Hello. Yeah, we can sit here and we can talk about, well, chi- China's having problems because they never would let you have girls or more than one child or boys are treated like they're they're the ones that are the best child to have. And look at the problems they're having now today. They've had to change their policy about right. how many kids you can have. And then you see all the corruption with the adoption um, agencies and so on oh, and so yes. forth and all the problems there all over the world, not just in China, but in Guatemala where kids were literally stolen and sold to the American family. Wow. It's just all of these things. It's just Didn't so, hear about that. Wow. oh yeah, so, so, so many things. Do you want to stand out from the crowd with your content? Come discover how to market yourself as an expert, as a change maker, as a positive influence on other people's lives. With the Exponential Marketing Club, you will learn the ins and outs of content marketing that makes a difference in the world. Visit sallyhendrick.com forward slash club. But um, I do want to get back really quickly so we can kind of wrap this up about some of the things that have happened in the last couple of days with you personally, because Um, I think that a lot of people who want the truth to come out about things, who truly want to help people, even the ones that are, calling us names, Yes. Um, that we really want people to have good lives and good relationships and to move forward in life and to have all the things that that we work so hard to get. Absolutely. It's getting harder and harder and harder to get them. Mm -hmm. And the politicians that are creating the divide just so they can win the contest to be the mouthpiece for whoever's putting money in their pockets. is yeah. that isn't, that's, that's not going away. However, it's really hard to be the smaller voice lifting up and trying to say, but wait, you're missing this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're doing it. I'm doing it. Lots of people are doing it, but there comes a time when you've got people threatening our lives. You've got people who are putting, things, yes, congressmen who are saying <laughs> things about us that are untrue. They certainly haven't given you a call. So, <laughs> I, if you would mention what is it? I know that a, a couple of days ago there was a blogger um, who said this Texas teacher, you know, is you know going crazy Ant- on yeah. TikTok about this, and I was just like, the video you're talking about is not even anything it's nothing yeah it's 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 not that big of a deal and then you had tucker carlson's blog if you will um also picked up the story at least they corrected it and said you were in iowa not in texas um and really the what they said in the article i
1: thought was just kind of like they just quoted my video basically it wasn't even that bad i didn't even think it was that bad because i didn't either I'm like, I, I, was like I was like, they're quoting things as if it's bad. And I'm like, oh, I think what I'm saying sounds pretty good, actually. You know, I was like, okay. I thought so too. But the funny <laughs> thing is, is that people
0: associate, well, if Tucker Carlson right. put it on, put, you course. know, if his people put it on his blog, then that means that she must be an enemy of some sort. And yes. that is what triggered Steve King yes. to pick up the thing and to tweet about you. And then there's been
1: multiple other blogs, this guy, Turtle yeah, Boy, yeah. which that one was terrible. There was one, you know, there's that website, I think it's like my analytics or something where you can look up people and it gives you yeah. like, oh, they they live in this state, they're this age. Right. And I've right. looked myself up on it before, like months ago, because I saw it and I was like, oh, what do they say yeah. about me? And it says I make $90,000 a year and that I'm Muslim and neither of those <laughs> things are true. I barely make $50,000. And year if you did, teacher. so what? Uh, right. It, but but they put true, this in else? one of the articles, like this Muslim yes. teacher who makes $90,000 a year. And I'm like, oh my gosh, wow. You're so like, it's well, I wish I did. News. <laughs> right. Well, I
0: wanted to go back to the tweet that Steve King said, because yes. that's something that is so inappropriate for somebody yes at that yeah. level in our country to be
1: doing so yeah would you
0: speak to what he said and
1: yeah what so that made he feel yeah he he said my name um I I don't do you want me to read it I don't well and he who is he he's the Iowa so uh, he was uh he was the he was a congressman from Iowa but he did not get uh he lost the last election so but he was a congressman in iowa for years Uh, he's been in the national media a lot because he was very 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 right-wing conservative very much a trump fan and Mm -hmm. would say really uh inflammatory things on twitter a lot so he is this is not something new for him Right. Uh, but he call you out specifically based on an, a, a blog. Right. Book. Like, you know, he said, Megan Geha is utter poison for our kids. Iowa law now prohibits her from brainwashing other people's children. She is ticked. I would give her a permanent time out. Anybody thinks she's pro-life, which I've never talked about abortion, but whatever. Um and so at, at first I kind of chuckled and thought, okay, I've made it to the big time. Steve King is roasting me. And a couple, I put it on my my personal Facebook and a couple of my friends were like, something about him saying a permanent timeout doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. That feels icky. And the more I thought about mm-hmm. it, I was like, oh, and you know, he's got the people that like him are just as maybe, you know, not okay as he is. So I, I did call and file a police report after talking to, um, Mm -hmm. my union and they talked to their lawyers and the district and everything. So my district Mm -hmm. and my union have been wonderful. They have Mm -hmm. been very supportive of me. Their main concern is that I'm safe. Um, and so, yeah. Well,
0: I hate to end on a note like that, but I do want to mention that I understand how that could make you feel, but I don't want you to, you know, be shoved behind a door because of that. It's almost like, I know you're going to come out and you're going to be fine. And you're going to say, look, this is happening. And this is a little bit scary, but this is not what I'm about, and it's unfortunate that someone with such a large platform would put um, a spotlight on me like that, but, yeah. it's, I mean, it's, but just,
1: it's just, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's a nasty thing to do to a person. But I it mean, gives you the, it gives you that much
0: more clout yes. and it gives you that much more of a platform that it's you true. can keep going because you're always going to have enemies out there
1: that are, um, that have
0: their own agenda. I, you, you know,
1: I, and and I have, my school has been contacted about me many times before this, because I do a lot of local activism with immigration and, mm-hmm. I have had, uh, I had a actual hate, oh, as we're talking, another email comes up from my school email that's like hate mail. Anyway, they keep emailing my school, or mm-hmm. my, my school email, uh, but a woman actually typed out and mailed a letter to my district about me, A couple when I was actually- wow. It was when I was protesting outside of Steve King's office and I was loca- I was, I was interviewed by the local newspaper about it that came out <laughs> and I have it framed on my wall. So, you know, I feel bad. I've talked to my secretaries at the school and I feel really bad because they have to deal with all the phone calls they're getting and yeah. the school's Twitter is blowing up. So I, I feel bad for them having to do that, but they've been wonderful, um, Good, you know, Good. and, and I wanted, you know, I, I, I have been used to this on a local level to a degree. So this is, but yes, this is a yeah. completely yeah. new pan of worms, well, but, but yes, I'm not going to be quiet is my, is yeah. my working with teenagers for years has given me quite a thick skin. So I, <laughs> <laughs> and, and working with teenagers for years has also, you know, I always say, I have learned far more from them. I thought that I was this woke, liberal, you know, woman, activist before I met them. And Mm -hmm. my kids are who woke me up. They are the ones. This is why I do it. I do it for them. So...
0: Don't we all I mean, we're all doing it. That's the we don't do this for ourselves. We do this for other people. And we're doing it to uh, shout the causes of people who are very much unheard. And I really appreciate you coming on with me with this. And um, I will get this put together and put out there on the
1: interwebs for everybody. Thank you for inviting me. You're Um, welcome. uh, the, the other thing I just wanted to touch on is, I, I as I was saying that I said, my kids, and that's the other biggest thing I've had from trolls. They're not your kids. They're not your kids. They're not your kids. And they are my kids. I just want to yeah. say that because yeah. I love my students like they're my own children. That's, I, you know, I'm putting myself out there because right. because this place, you know, we can make this country great for the first time if we mm-hmm. all fight together mm-hmm. to make it equitable for everybody so yes
0: yeah and that that's what we have to do because yeah the again part
1: of the making it great has not it's, happened yet it, it, right and it can be on people of color to change to fix this mess we're the ones who made it right right and that doesn't mean we have to lose what we have and there's it doesn't so mean much that we're more. bad It actually means we're good. We're fixing the mess. We're, you know, it's 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 a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Like, don't you want this to be, you know? So, yes. Everybody watch (laughs) Thirteenth.
0: Yeah, Thirteenth. Khalif Browder story. Go read of mice and men. Read Mississippi Trail, nineteen fifty-five. Read To Kill a Mockingbird. Read the the Cliff Notes. Read the
1: extra. Read the extra pieces. Yes. How to be an anti-racist. Yes. I don't know that
0: one, but I, I will uh, have to. Ibram X.
1: To. Kendi. That is, that is, that is the, yes, that's the one. He says yes. we can't, he says you can't simply be not racist. To be not racist is to be passive. You have to be anti-racist. It involves action. You can't, if, if you're not, If yeah. if you're just saying I'm not racist and you aren't doing anything about it, you're being racist because you're not fighting against it. All well, right. Thank you
0: very much, Megan. Thank I you. really appreciate it. And uh, yes. we'll talk soon. Thank you for listening today. My name is Sally Hendrick. Be sure to visit our website for show notes and more information on how you can inspire others. If you would like to contribute content to our magazine, please apply on our website at shoutyourcause.com.